My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Only six. But. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome back to the show, you guys. Oh my gosh, so pumped. We have an exciting person coming on our show today. We haven't had anyone like um, Gabe Reap, Rip, Ripple. Sorry, I totally butchered Ripley. that. Uh, Gabe Ripley, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> Guys, I totally butchered that. Gabe Ripley, you know, he's the host of Reinventing Tattoo. He's also the CEO of Tattoo Now and CEO of Inspiring Tours. Gabe Ripley, sorry that I I, I apologize. It's been a long morning and um, I guess I'm just a little too excited for today. I'm making some mistakes on my pronunciation. So I apologize. How's it going? Oh, good. It's fantastic. And uh, yeah, you know, I always get nervous before hopping in front of the camera and talking um, I try I do it uh, fairly often, but the the people that I work with aren't like actors or anything. So it's uh, it's great to to well, it helps me relate to them. So I'll, I'll be umming and eyeing uh, way more than than that. Don't worry about it. Thank you for awesome. having me. This is great. Okay. This is a pleasure having you on. I'm super, like I said, I haven't had anyone on who does what you do. So I'm so excited to share this with my listeners. Um, you know, before we jump into you know anything to do much with the the podcast and everything like that. Do you want to little, go a little bit further back and talk about your background? How did you get to where you are today? Because you're out there, you're kicking butt, and I want to share it with the people listening. Awesome. Well, uh, it's uh, as I was saying earlier in the, in the pre-interview, uh, there's orders in our database. I'm a computer programmer. I don't know if you get all well, the listeners can't see. I've got geek on my knuckles. You know, I'm, I've been a computer programmer since I started programming at eight years old. You know, so this is in uh, wow. 84, 85, professionally since the 90s. Uh, and ultimately, for me, the the tattoo people and the music, you know, maybe some canvas people are the are the main people that I like to work uh, for with, you know. So since the mid '90s, late '90s, I started doing computer work for tattooers. Um, started off with you know interactive touchscreen kiosks back when computer, you know, it was like fifteen thousand dollars to get a touchscreen that we have in our, our pockets now. I'm dating myself, but this is where, like I said, it's like the, the mid, <laughs> mid to late '90s. Um, and a lot of that had to do with video and interactive, and, you know, and there was, there was a fair amount of, like, we're using like real stream and, and like, you know, trying out as, you know, the early sets of streaming as we could. Um, but ultimately pictures and words, you know, were what, you know, the bandwidth could do. And that kind of was what was needed for telling the tattoo story, right? People can see the picture of the awesome tattoos. They could read the words. And if there are awesome pictures and awesome words that motivates people to come and get tattoos, and awesome tattoos. So part of me being doing this for so long is, you know, we were helping the regular people learn about awesome custom tattooing and just awesome tattooing. Uh, you know, again, since the mid nineties, we've been using computers to do that. So uh, multimedia has always been, uh, I've always been trying to push the multimedia. Like I said, all you need is pictures and words, but the more multimedia yeah. that we have, uh, the better. So that's a, and then, you know, flash forward 20 years and, you know, there's been podcasts and YouTube channels and multi millions of dollars of businesses coming and going. And it's, 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 you know, amazing that, you know, again, for me, artists and people that help artists have the ability to use these tools to really amplify people, you know, and in such a cost-effective way that, uh, you know, it's, it's actually possible. But how about that? 
<laughs> Absolutely amazing. I like it. So tell me a bit about where you're at today. What's going on when your business is? What are you up to? Where are you at? Well, okay. So I'm a, I'm freelancing for the most part for different tattoo shops, right? So I've spent uh, over a decade, um, you know, honing my own retail locations and like using all these tools and 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 that you know my first real good run at having a video series. Uh, you know, we, we are interviewing people from all over the world, right? So so the, the websites helped us build that first amount of traffic and our eye for quality. And then when we were doing video interviews with people, this is probably nine or 10 years ago, we were we were doing video interviews. And um, all of a sudden, you know, we were able to take the, the talent that we had in-house and the, and the guests that were coming through and then, you know, webcasting them to people worldwide. Um, and then that would help bring in more people that were watching worldwide that wanted to take part, right? So, you know, that that evolution there really at the at the, well, at the end of those retail locations, I hadn't hired anybody or probably tattooed anybody at the shop that hadn't watched one of these shows or, or, or gone on the uh, on the podcast or whatnot. Now, through horrible, unfortunate events, you know, the, the, those retail locations went away. And, I, and again, I think I alluded to it. I've watched multiple tattoo studios, you know, grow and, and explode. It's a lot harder to kind of keep that kind of energy together for a long period of time than it is to get it. Although it's difficult to get it. Point is, um, you know, when the retail locations went away and it was a pretty traumatic story that I'll skip past, you know, those are the dark years. Uh, one of the things that I knew was, would work and that was vital was the media, right? And so, and I, and I have interviews, you know, for a year or two when I was, you know, really out of commission, but I would still interview people. And I knew that that was, you know, again, it was the, the way to amplify the right people and those connections would, you know, again, uh, like like almost like the nervous system, I guess, or I don't know, or like the communication system. My communication system was still there. And um, yeah, so flash forward to now, it's like four and a half years later, five years later. And, you know, I've, I've helped basically use those tools that worked in my retail locations for various tattoo shops, a couple of cannabis people. Um, that is, you know, helping make other people, put other people in front of the camera. You know, so we have five shows, six shows that happen every week on the Reinventing the Tattoo Network. Uh, I wish they were all produced a little bit better. So please, you know, judge lightly. We're all doing this, you know, uh, again, we, yeah. we, we generate business out of it, of course, but, um, you know, we, we were doing five or six shows. We're not doing like one and putting our all at point is right. uh, I'm helping foster like five or six different hosts. And so now when we get together for our real world events, I'm getting down to our real world events, right. Um, you know, the, the, uh, these, uh, interviews and the podcast and the video series and the, and the YouTubes and all of this, we drive people to live events. You all, almost all the successful podcasts you listen to have real world event and meetups, right? So we did it the other way around. Yeah. We had our meetups and, and then we were using our podcast to drive people there. Um, so, you know, now I probably do three to five events. There's a uh, inspiring tours, inspiring dot tours, which is for tattooers, you know, and we go five people, seven people out into the woods, uh, into the, you know, uh, nice bed and breakfast in the woods up in New Hampshire. Um, you Love know, it. Fun, uh, they, it's of my jobs is my favoriteest. And, um, so, yeah, so then, you know, we, we use the podcast to both sell tickets. Actually, we interview the people that are doing these tours, uh, it's great. It's amazing. I don't know. I keep talking about it, but um, again, like I said, uh, so, it's it's everything. <laughs> I love it. Tell me a bit about the okay. So with the live shows, tell me a bit how they um drive traffic. Uh, um, you know the lead generation in in order uh to grow your business. Tell me a bit about that. 
Well, so it's, okay, so it's a little bit of everything too, right? So we do have online courses, right? So reinventing the tattoo, you know, is, uh, is uh, one of these main, you know, it's the network, reinventing the tattoo network. You know, we're driving people that, to, to purchase online courses there, right? So, and, um, and I know that you asked about the real world events, but I just want to be clear, you know, there's a three or four different ways that we use to, to, to get people's attention, keep people's attention. And then, you know, once people buy the courses, then of course we're emailing them. Uh, you know, the videos that we talk about on the, the podcast to upsell to the next thing. And so, yeah, like I said, so it's almost like a whole ecosystem, right? And we have with the five different shows, you know, the, on the introductions to each one, you know, the, the hosts are saying, hey, these are the next uh, upcoming live events that we have, you know, uh, at, you know, as at times we give tickets away, right? So, and sometimes we'll do like live Zooms where, okay. you know, uh, we'll Zoom in with people, well, hey, you know, fill out the entry form. Uh, yeah. Somebody might win a ticket to one of these live events. We did them in, you know, I think it was New Mexico one year. We did a, a okay. an artist retreat. Alex Gray was there. He was amazing. And then Guy H. There was oh my many gosh. brilliant people. Uh, but Incredible. we would give away uh, live tickets during the show so that, um, yeah, it was amazing. So like, we literally zoomed in with somebody. They were like, oh, hello. I'm like, hey, you know, you won the ticket to New Mexico to go, you know, paint with all these people. And, uh, That's oh, so awesome. cool. Love it. So t- tell me a little bit about um, how you monetize the live shows uh, in any yeah, other so, ways. Do you? Yeah. So, th- well, through ticket sales, but also through webcasting, right? And, you know, so yeah. webcast, the professional development, right? So the, almost all the shows, and I didn't talk about it much, that, that I'm doing are based on professional development. So that is the, the you know, there's master tattooers and master illustrators. And master, I mean, the, the really accomplished and awesome people as well as highly skilled, uh, they, they teach, right? So people are paying money to, to go to these shows to, to learn from these mentors. We also record and webcast out because we have the technology. Um, as far as the events are concerned, yeah, sometimes we do sponsorships, but uh, I'm not a great salesperson necessarily. So it's not like I, you know, we usually have a couple of people that have been following us. They they, they know that it's worth it. So they sponsor the shows and, and make sure that right. they happen. Or I have co-produced, you know, often I'm co-producing shows these days. So I work with, you know, half a dozen different uh, people. They have ideas and businesses and somewhat different starting ingredients. But for the most part, you know, they, you know, they know what I do. So they're, they're looking to bring a little bit of that action to wherever it is that they are. This is so exciting. Now, tell me a bit about your biggest focus and desire for this next year coming up, 2023, with whether that has to do with the live shows or driving traffic and, and how it, um, well, yeah, what's your biggest so, focus and desire? So, so my biggest focus is really, I mean, it's, you know, it's not, it has to do with this, but it's really on the infrastructure, you know, so I have Tattoo Now, like I was saying, 25 years old, and we're using technology for tattooers. And, and it is what I sell, right? So when I get, you know, 30 people in a, in a specific room at a different event, or if I bring up 800 people through my own event, you know, selling tattoo technology is kind of my main gig. So right now I'm, I'm launching some, some new technologies and, uh, and refining things in my onboarding process. So ultimately I'm, I'm working on my infrastructure for the next probably probably a month or two, so that when I get to these, uh, my next run of live events next year, um, I could actually sell them, you know, a really easy, a nice, awesome package. Uh, and it's uh, sick, like, you, know, you know, it's all like CRMs and calendars and, you know, all sorts of, you know, and, and yeah. business plans, all my business tools, it's basically all my business tools matched into one. That will be my highest ticket priced item. That'll be the um, highest one. Yeah. But, okay. Because uh, ultimately it's like a business in a box kind of thing. So. This is exciting. 
Now, what are some of your biggest pain points and challenges with these live shows? I mean, it could be in regards to scaling. It could be, um, it could be anything, but the people listening today, sorry, the people listening today are also either have a live show, YouTube, maybe a podcast. And, you know, I think some of the challenges are quite similar sometimes. So if you have any, any of it to talk about, that'd be good to share. You know, uh, consistency is the biggest struggle, mm-hmm. right? So like it, yeah. even just doing things, you know, for years straight of, of the highest quality is not trivial. You know, there's a lot of checklists that you should have, you know, and again, I'm part of, right. he's a little embarrassed. I'm doing a lot of this without, uh, you know, we have a couple of, of mechanisms in place, um, but it's not as tight as it should be, right? Especially with five different hosts, right? So like yesterday I was on the phone with somebody 10 minutes before, you know, we have it down, right? So somebody calls panicked. 10 minutes before a show, don't worry, you know, go to Vimeo, click these buttons, go to Zoom, click these, you know, we, we've got it. But um, I'm, I'm embarrassed that they don't have like their checklist in front of them that just brings them straight through the, you know, the, the that, right? So for, for uh-huh. us, it's a little bit, it's been a challenge to get to the spot where we have lower thirds on everything and where everyone's following the, the current script, right? So with five hosts, sometimes two or three people might be using a different script than, than I have. And it's excusable, right? Like I was saying, you know, it's not like, I don't have like this, the real sharp, you know, ultimately, you know, the the manager type, right? This The operations officer, um, you know, we're, we're all kind of filling in for the operations officer that doesn't exist. So my biggest challenge right now is like working around the fact that we don't have an awesome, excellent operations officer. And, um, Hey, you're not alone. You know, uh, no. So, so if, for those out there, you know, just making sure that you write down those checklists and you do them every single time, uh, re, you know, really helps. And, you know, when I go through years where I'm doing that with a crew of people that are dialed in, then everything happens better, quicker, more. And when I'm not, you know, it still works, but, you know, again, that's, 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 you know, that's what I'm trying to fix up for the next quarter so that the next year could be smooth. Love it. Hey, you're not alone there. I mean, even with us, uh, you know, I'm one of the podcast hosts for um, Jamie's team and yeah, we, we still reinvent our daily tasks and those checklists. Um, we were in the same boat. We were missing things, you know. It, 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 I think I, I definitely think that's relate, relatable with anyone listening and myself. So definitely something that everyone kind of has to incorporate, right? Sure. I mean, I guess the good news is as we're all getting together, right? So sometimes now at live events, there'll be like, you know, five podcast video show people that all are bringing their gear and shit, right? So it's like also we have like six cameras right and, and we could all talk for a very long time of course they're all they're all podcast people um yeah and you know and but as we're and then as we improve we kind of scale the whole network kind of at the same time right so it's like five or six people that are all gaining audiences together and they're sharing audiences they hop on each other's shows um so you know uh when i get to the point where we get to cross the next production threshold you know we have intros for everybody and we have teasers coming up for every for, you know for the next show or for the last show or for the upcoming guests you know we'll have a, a whole a whole network of shows to put them into i guess and then the last thing i just want to mention you know i know that time's yeah. kind of short you know, we, we do repurpose all this stuff to go out onto roku also so you know okay. we have these five live shows going out every every week and then we add them into our roku channel so that at any given time, somebody could download the Reinventing Roku and there's like 15 shows going on replay, kind of like a, kind of like a, like a, like a tattoo TV network. It's crazy. And um, this is yeah, exciting. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. Like if I showed you the videos, if you went to the Roku and you look, flip through it, I mean, we have drunk critique 
So one of our shows, uh, one of our specials is Drunk Critique, where everyone gets you know drinky and, and critiques uh, tattoos. Some of them lasted That's like so six good. hours <laughs> and uh, eight, eight hours once, I think. And so they're, again, they're all on the Roku, they're all on the replay. Um, and again, it, all the podcasts, so it goes out on the audio podcasts. And, um, and you'll notice anybody that downloads it that we really should be tightening up our intros and whatnot. Um, but the fact is, people throw them on the, on the background, they listen to the full podcasts. Uh, and when we do tighten them all up, then everyone will just listen more. Well, and, you know, honestly, I think a lot of people hold back from doing the podcast, the YouTube channel, whatever, the lives, um, because they're they're so afraid to make any little mistake or, you know, it's and there's a lot of pressure sometimes. But I think like when I listen back to my first podcast, even today, I was tongue tied like a million times already. I cringe when I look back at the first ones. But who cares? Like you're you're harder on yourself than anyone else and I think um just getting it out there and not not delaying putting it out just because you want it to be perfect you know just be you and just get it out there and that's the only way to grow and learn right to really say okay I could change that next time I could probably sound better here or there just get it out there and keep going keep moving because I think the longer you just don't put it out there I know a lot of people have been on my interview before had said you know I procrastinated putting it up the show up there the episode out just because I didn't like the way it sounded it wasn't perfect I should have changed this why did I sound like that but it's just like you just gotta throw it up there and then make those changes along the way like don't worry so much about it we critique ourselves a lot and uh everyone starts the same way so it is what it yeah. is right like who cares yeah. so you know I, when I look when I look back at the first couple you know one of, one of the parts of my story is I, I did like three and I think on the YouTube it's like this is the third pilot we'll get it right this time um but I did also <laughs> go out of my way I found somebody I was like wait I can't I don't want to do this like maybe I can find somebody and I, you know looked around I recruited a, a host for you know for the show for that time okay. period um and that was actually probably one of the bigger mistakes I made as I was alluding to when you know the caca was hit in the fan you know a couple of years ago if I was the one right. that had been in front of the camera for for the last seven years eight years at that point, um, then I would have been able to, you know, uh, help tell my you know narrative a little bit better, right? Uh, instead of I put someone else in front of the camera. Now that said, um, yeah, so it is important to your point. Like I, I avoided it, like, like with some other things, I avoided it to the point where it became too painful and I had to get in front of the camera. And, uh, and again, I was depressed at that point. I was like going through my shit show. So it was like, uh, I can't believe I'm getting in front of the camera, but you know what? I, and I look at a lot of those interviews and I'm interviewing awesome people talking about inspiring things that they're doing with tattoos and stuff. So it's, uh, you know, again, it, it carried me through not only with the business, but also like it reminded Personally. me why I was here in the tattoo world. So gave you a little bit of a why, like, oh, this is why I'm doing this. Just a reminder, uh, right? You know what? Love and it. then after I was after I was doing five shows for like two years straight, I, there was a week where I was like, man, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm done talking tattoos. I've been talking. To, I don't tattoo. So right. So it's like I, I talk about yeah. it. I think about it. I interview people. I'm watching other people interview. I'm watching discussion panels. We're recording videos. I'm signing up. One point I was done. And I was like, I can't, I think I'm done after 30 years. I can't talk about it anymore. Listen to it anymore. And then we had a podcast <laughs> was, uh, live from the Castro. So it was all, you know, queer, gay, lesbian, people of color, LGBT, everything from San Francisco. And it was awesome. It was amazing. It was like the, the, the people that were fighting through the, uh, you know, the tattoo world. Right. And uh, it was amazing. And I was like, okay, you know what? Uh, there is almost an infinite layers of, at least in the tattoo world, I don't know, if, you know, maybe not some of the other topics, but in the tattoo world is almost, an un, you can, almost can't uncover, it's uncovered, there's, there's too much, 
we could we could do five interviews a week for years straight and we're still uncovering new things and uh finding new guests and new scientists and you know new tattooers and, and odd places and it's amazing it's and absolutely and the opportunities and um connections you can make throughout having these lives and connecting and doing interviews is just unlimited so i love it well i really like what you're doing gabe and you know if anyone's looking to connect with you i know you have some great offers coming up right away um do you mind just telling us the best way to go ahead about reaching you connecting with you and um, maybe what your what some of your offers are just one last time um in regards to maybe the tours or stuff like that uh before we jump off well um the best way I suppose to get a hold of me is just my email. It's uh, Gabe, G-A-B-E at tattoonow.com. Uh, as far as offers, you know, I, mean, I operate mostly in the tattoo, um, like I said, the tattoo, art, music, cannabis area, right? Um, I mean, I don't, if you're, if somebody was interested in, you know, uh, having me come in to, you know, uh, help co-produce an event or, or a podcast or a network of podcasts or something, I would definitely be open to some of those opportunities, but I'm not like out here hustling the next thing or nothing, you know, I'm uh, you know, very happy working on the inspiring tours, you know, but it's for tattooers, you know, so I don't know how many tattooers listen, uh, listen to the podcasts, but, um, but if you're interested in bringing an inspiring tour to, you know, your uh, vertical or your market or whatever, then I'd be happy to, uh, to chat about that, I suppose. But, but yeah, anyways, Gabe at uh, um, TattooNow.com. And then uh, if you go to TattooNow.com slash services, there's some interactive videos there that you can check out so you can kind of see, you know, the, the different types of products that I can do, I guess. <laughs> Love Thank it. Thank you very much. Well, thanks so much. Absolutely. Such a pleasure having you on my show. Never had anyone do the same thing as you that came on to my show. So it's super exciting. Love to have you on the future as well. And just to see where you're at and share with my people. So thanks so much. And group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on, just like our amazing Gabe Ripley, please go to top100interview.com and we'd love to have you on as well. Thanks so much, you guys. Ciao for now. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.